Coño, dime. Medicina de amor, quiero de ti, porque tú eres la mujer que me puede curar mi cáncer de amor. What's poppin'? Welcome to the Seeing Vergüenza podcast, featuring your boy Jimmy Luca. Got my boy Manny here. Making me feel very comfortable. Shout out to Phil, camera guy. I'm going to shout him out, give him his little, what's the Instagram name going to be? Yeah, like what's your official camera guy name? Just your first and last name? Fuck. All right, whatever. You couldn't like abbreviate it like everybody's doing? FL. S-P-R. How do you even, like, abbreviate <laughs> Yo, so, <clears throat> first things first, we're going to address the elephant in the room. Take as needed. They fucked me over. Uh, I asked Dennis if I could babysit his cat. He thought some fishy shit was going down. He discriminated. Um, he thought I was going to you know, put his cat through some jigsaw shit, and I didn't. I didn't feel that. You know, he, I. F- I feel like he saw me as like a savage Dominican guy who was gonna abuse his cat, and um, we don't do that shit, man. We, we. I wanted to take care of his cat, and then Jenna sided with him for whatever fucking reason, and uh, that's that's what happened. So, <laughs> nah. In all seriousness, um, <clears throat> Sin Vergüenza is just, we had a little bit of a uh, different different uh, difference in opinion. Um, we wanted to go in different directions, but we still want you guys to support both, um, like you would with Marvel and DC. Actually, that's a bad analogy, because y'all don't want to support Marvel and DC. Motherfuckers got to pick sides. Pick mine. Nah, I'm just fucking around. Um, seeing Vergüenza, like I said on my Instagram, is basically a saying in Latin culture. It's it, translated technically, it means shameless, but Spanish mothers just want to fucking throw that shit at you for whatever reason. Like, my mother, uh, if, if you're going to hear it in the intro, she was bugging on me because I didn't answer the phone. Um, I text her every day, though, but I'm still seeing Vergüenza for that. Um, y- it boils down to shameless. Um, you get called that if if you're, you know, Dominican, Puerto Rican, whatever, that shit just flies out of your mother's mouth for whatever reason. You didn't fucking put the toilet seat down after you left the bathroom. You're a scene vergüenza. You know what I'm saying? You pulled up to the family party without a lineup, which will never happen to me because my barber in the room, he takes care of me. You're a scene vergüenza. Um, that's, that's what the fuck that means, man. Um, but don't listen to this podcast and think, oh, this is just for, you know, the Latin culture. If I'm white, I can't listen to this. This is for everybody. This is for all the same Vedouinsas all around the world. If you want to translate it to shameless, whatever, I'm not fucking changing my Instagram name. 
there might be some trouble with the Shameless show on Showtime. I'm not trying to get into that legal shit. Um, moving forward, though, so I could get get past that whole, hi, my name is Jimmy, and I like to, we're not doing that whole intervention shit. Um, <clears throat> so earlier today, because we like to do this, you know, I'm carrying this on with me from my Take As Needed crew, shout out to them, where we go through the week and everything like that. Um, the first thing that popped in my head was earlier today, I was outside and my neighbor, I fuck with him, but I don't know him. And he came up to me while I was outside, drunk as fuck. You could tell he just came from like a hospital or he, he just had a very rough time. His, his sons dropped him off, his old Guatemalan guy. And he comes up to me fucking stumbling and slurring his words. And in Spanish, he's like, yo. I'm drunk, and it's fucking three in the afternoon on a Sunday. And I'm like, yo, you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just drunk, man. I'm drunk. They're upset with me. I'm like, dude, if you need anything, I got you. He's like, yo, I love you. I didn't say I love you back. I feel like I got to be drunk for that. <laughs> But it made me think about, like, in that moment, I was looking at him, and I was like, yo, this nigga is drunk. He doesn't love me. We don't know each other. We don't at all. We're just neighbors. We say hi and bye to each other. I say he works third shift, and we don't see each other. We don't know each other. But he's drunk, and all of a sudden, he fucking loves me. It was cool, you know what I'm saying? But it made me think about the times that I've been drunk, and I tell people I love them. When I don't fucking know them. Like Manny, for example, I'm pretty sure when I first met him, we were both drunk at Troop. And I was like, yo, I love you, man. I did not know that nigga. At all. But I loved him. I was sure that I loved him when I was drunk. So <laughs> That shit was uh, a little interesting, but it definitely made me reflect on myself. Yo, you can't tell people you love them when you're drunk. Like, that shit's not at all um, genuine. Another thing I thought about was this week I had an atrocious ass thing at work. Me and Phil actually worked together. Shout out to him. Um, for some reason, my fucking supervisor thought it was a good idea to have jalapeno M&Ms in the drawer. Yeah, what, right? What? Jalapeno M&Ms. And one of my coworkers comes up to me and he's like, yo, try this shit. And it's a, fu it's a fucking M&M. These motherfuckers got like peanut, crispy, pretzel. It's all fucking regular, degular shit. So I'm like, yo, this, there's no, this is going to be just a regular M&M. What the fuck could go wrong? It's going to be some, some new shit like walnut or something. Some regular fucking M&M. And I, I put it in my mouth. He waits for me to put it in my mouth to tell me, oh, it's a new jalapeno M&M. Word. Thanks for telling me while I have it in my mouth. So I'm chewing on this shit, and it's the worst fucking thing I've ever had. It's terrible. Why the fuck would you put a jalapeno in an M&M? And then I looked it up online. The other two flavors were fucking regular shit. Coconut, and then the I forgot what the other one was, but it was regular shit, and then you just have jalapeno, like that fucking, that little fucking stepbrother that just comes over, and you're just like, 
and you're chilling with your regular brothers and your stepbrother comes over and you're like, oh, he's just fucking there. Who the fuck is going to buy jalapeno M&Ms? That shit was terrible. You know what else is terrible? Every single thing about St. Patty's Day is amazing. But corned beef hash. Are you Irish, Phil? No? <laughs> corned beef hash is fucking terrible. I love every single thing about St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day was last weekend, if you guys haven't, you know, been fucking living under a rock and shit. Um, everything about St. Patty's Day I love. Drinking? Really? Duh. Who the fuck doesn't love drinking? Corned beef hash, if motherfuckers don't know, is beef and cabbage. I said corned beef hash. I just realized that. We'll just fucking act like that didn't happen. Corned beef is beef, cabbage, carrots, and like a whole bunch of vegetables. And I don't have a problem with vegetables, man. He's like, yo, I'm going to kill you, nigga. I'm a vegan. I love vegetables. But corned beef is fucking terrible. And what's even worse is people sending that shit to me on St. Patty's Day like it's a fire ass plate on Thanksgiving. Like if it was like fucking lasagna and pernil and moro and fucking and, a, and three patelitos and just a fire ass plate on Thanksgiving, but it's not. It's fucking corned beef and cabbage. It's fucking terrible. And I love my Irish people. My fucking daughter's Irish. You know what I'm saying? I have Irish friends. I love my Irish people. I love fucking drinking with my Irish people. But I fucking hate corned beef. And if you send me another Snapchat like that again, I'm fucking blocking you. I already, I, I legitimately blocked somebody on St. Patty's Day because they were like, oh, I'm going to just fucking send them this fucking plate because it's fire, like confidently. Yo, corned beef, fire emojis. No, terrible, trash. If you send me a picture of Guinness, I'll be like, yo, where are you at? Corned beef, I'll be like, yo, stay the fuck away from me. That's it. And then um, I came up with a list of things I'd rather eat than corned beef. And I'm going I'm to go through this list very, very carefully. Again, things I would rather eat than corned beef. Little Caesars, <laughs> a payday bar, coleslaw by itself, nothing else, just no side, just coleslaw. <laughs> Denny's, outside of 3 in the morning, outside of being drunk, just fucking 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, where do we want to eat? There's a bunch of dope-ass fucking good-ass local breakfast spots. I want Denny's because that is the choice over corned beef. Ass. That one I actually enjoy. And then a New York system wiener all the way with ketchup over corned beef. Everybody, She's like, Ugh, what the fuck? That's the point. Corned beef. Have you tried corned beef? You like it? Yeah, it's fucking. She said, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's just too mushy. Have you tried it, Phil? You like corned beef. I love corned beef. I'm fucking Irish as fuck. No, corned beef is so that's yo, 
<laughs> he said pass. It has beef in it. That's it. It's a no for him. That's it. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was serious about that New York system shit. You, you're not supposed to put ketchup on your wiener in New York system. It's like a sin. If I go to New York system with you and you put ketchup on your wiener, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. <laughs> um, I love New York system. What I fucking hate about New York system is the fact that they fucking embarrass the shit out of you when you go in there. Every single time. Like, first of all, I love New York system. Don't get it twisted. But when I walk in there, I'm not proud of walking in there. I'm really not. Like, and for my listeners outside of Rhode Island, New York system, for some reason, and there's going to be some listeners in New York because of my New York people, but don't fucking pay attention to the name. It, it, when you go to New York and get a fucking hot dog, it's a fucking hot dog. It's just this motherfucker is at a cart and you ask him for a hot dog. For some reason, it's two fifty when it probably costs like 50 cents to make. He fucking opens the shit. He brings out the hot dog out of like this pool of nasty ass water. <laughs> and it's just a fucking hot dog. You put ketchup, relish, mustard on it. If you're fucking psychotic, you put relish on it. Um, <laughs> um, New York system, though, they call them wieners, paws. Um, it's basically a dog or a wiener, what they call it in New England. And they got beef on it, uh, onions, and mustard, and then some type of salt. Celery salt? Celery salt. It's fucking fire. But listening to that, you just feel like shit for putting it in your body. And then, on top of that, you don't just get one. You don't just get two. You don't get three. You get four. And if you're me, you get five. You get five wieners all the way. And then on top of that, you get cheese fries. And then on, yes, thank you. And then on top of that, you get a fucking coffee milk. All of that shit together. You're not proud of doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's fire. It tastes fire. But you're not fucking proud of walking into a place like that. And then on top of everything else, they fucking serve you the shit off their forearm. <laughs> These motherfuckers is like, they just fucking slapping it on their forearm like, yo, my shit's been sweaty. I'm, be I'm behind this fucking hot-ass stove, but I'm going to serve you these fucking wieners off my forearm. There's no napkins. There's no nothing. I swear to God, this, this place is probably on Food Network. It's great. But these motherfuckers are selling it to you off your – and some, somehow it's not shut down. If it was New York, I'm pretty sure they would have, like, the fucking degrading outside of their, like, place for, like, a health code violation. I'm not too sure about that, but I still eat it. I'm talking shit. Um, what I was getting to is you go in there with all this shit going down, with all the shit you're putting in your body on top of the fucking guy's sweat off of his forearm, and you're not proud of it, and you go in, and, you, and, and if you're me, you go up to the guy and you're like, sir, what would you have today, boss? And your voice is like mad low. You're like, sir. And he's like, yeah, well, what are you having? Um... I just want five wieners.
Niners all the way. With Let me get five leaners all the way for this fat fuck over here. Wow, thanks. All right, this one, I need you to keep it between us. I need a side order of cheese fries. Let me get an order of cheese fries over here for this dead man walking. Should I even ask for the coffee? Coffee milk for this fucking fat fuck over here. That's how they fucking shout your shit out. They put your shit on full blast. No respect. I'm not proud of coming in here, man. I'm not proud of ordering all this fucking shit that's going to go into my body and uh, give me the shits. And, event and, and at some point in my life, there's going to be a reason for a heart attack. But for some reason, you want to fucking shout my shit out. That's cool. Totally worth it. Every time. All the wieners off your forearm. Let's go. <laughs> fucking. Oh, my God. Um, I was going down Facebook, and first of all, The Walking Dead was a fire-ass show at one point. Now, it's trash. Four solid seasons. Maybe five. I'll give them five. Four or five solid seasons. And I just feel like these motherfuckers were like, at first, it was like, oh, it's a zombie apocalypse. And it was a fire, like I said, fire show. Zombie apocalypse. I'll smack the shit out of anybody if they're like, oh, it's all, it's just zombies and blah, blah, blah. No, it was way deeper than zombies. You had like, how, it had the question of how would people act in an apocalyptic setting? And people are dickheads in an apocalyptic setting. No surprise. People are dickheads in a non-apocalyptic setting. Add some zombies, people are fucking assholes. They're deeper than assholes. So season one, how how it, 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 the show is pretty much how much are people assholes in an apocalyptic setting? And in season one, the main character's homeboy fucked his wife. That happens regularly. It's not really, you know, Walking Dead. It, yeah, it was a still fire first season. Season two, uh, if I remember well, was a hardcore Christian guy who was like holding on to his faith with God and, and was like storing zombies in his fucking barn. Pretty fucked up. And lost his family too. The zombies were, yeah, he had, so he had a, uh, he had like, a sister and a, a wife at least a wife or something in the barn it was crazy it was crazy season three you had uh this governor guy who was the, in my opinion the best season of the walking dead like when the governor showed up it was just fucking insane but then it, it just started getting crazy so it was like we're gonna we're gonna have like the murderer and then we're gonna have the murderer who you had you had the murderers, you had the cannibals, you had the rapey people, which are in all apocalyptic setting movies. And then on top of that, they just started getting bored. And then season five or six came around and they were like, what can we do now? We already reached every single. We had cannibalism. We had creepy guys. We had murderers. We had guys who fucked their homeboys' uh, wives, which, like I said, happens in real life without zombies, sadly. Um... What can we do now? 
Let's make all of that in one, but give him a bat that has barbed wire around it. Let's just add the bat to all of that. Word. I just feel like they're fucking getting bored. I feel like the next villain is going to be like the guy with the barbed wire bat, but when he kills you, he's going to make you listen to Nickelback. Um, and then beyond that, it's going to be like Nickelback and Creed. And they're just getting fucking bored. Anyway, I'm scrolling. The, I don't want, the point is I don't watch the show anymore. And when I get on my Facebook and I scroll down, there's an ad for The Walking Dead. And Michonne is pregnant with, like, Rick's kid, I'm assuming. Right? And it made me fucking, it made me think. Why the fuck in every single apocalyptic setting movie or show, it is okay to make babies? Every single fuck. And it's not the first time in that show that motherfuckers get it on and the pullout game is just not there for whatever reason. Like, there's zombies all around. But let's fucking make a kid. What? And it's always white people. <laughs> it's always white people. They're the bravest. Shout out to y'all. Y'all the bravest. If y'all would really have a baby in an apocalyptic setting, that's fucking brave. So you had a quiet place. I think it was another one. You had, which is an amazing movie. You had other seasons of The Walking Dead. You got uh, Bird Box was another movie that I seen that shit in. Um, yo, what is the deal? Like, is your pullout great game actually not strong in an apocalyptic setting? How is the pullout? I got some people in here right now. How is the pullout game in an apocalyptic setting? Is it strong or is it not strong? It's weak. You're too, like, I, that might be it. That might be it. I might just be talking shit, and, like, when we fucking go through an alien invasion, I'm just going to be fucking tapping something, and I'm just going to be looking around, not paying attention. But at that point, I just wouldn't be able to even go. You got to you gotta fucking worry about aliens and shit hopping around all over the place, the zombies. I'm good, bro. I appreciate you, though. I just don't understand. There's no way I'm fucking... My pullout game is going to be extra strong, and clearly with with with... My daughter in my life, it's very weak, but in an apocalyptic setting, I guarantee you that my pullout game is going to be strong because that just made absolutely no fucking sense to me whatsoever. When you make these movies and shows, stop having people have kids. It's unrealistic. I'm telling you, it'll never happen. Um, we got to talk about this shit, clearly. If not, I would feel very, very empty on this podcast if I didn't. Um, Kodak Black called Young M.A. I say M.A. People, I say M.A. and then people are like, Young Ma. I'm like, yo, there's a fucking dot in her name. It's M.A. That's her name. Don't tell me otherwise unless she takes the dot out of her name. Um, Kodak Black in 2019 not only called Young M.A. a dyke. But he said he'd fuck her. And, not, and I think not only said he'd fuck her, but he said he will. What? And then people were like, oh, my God, Kodak Black is a fucking weirdo. Really? You had no idea? So I'm just going to play this audio for you real quick. Because Kodak Black is a weirdo, but it's, that's really nothing. You. 
Here is Pimpin' Ain't Easy. I'm going I'm to play the fucking chorus for you real quick. Tired, they dead, flies everywhere. Y'all know that. It's Lakota. Never it. understand what he's saying. You play, you late. <laughs> Ever. Ain't no punk in me. Ain't no punk in me, but I be pulling out scrap. You pull out the what? I'm a dyke, son. He's a dyke, that's what he said. Alright, ready for this fucking ridiculous ass chorus right now? I be pulling out sprouts when he fuck niggas. I go young and may on these dumb bitches. Like a tight man, you niggas can't fuck with me. If okay. a nigga says up, then it's stuck with me. What's the principle? Pimpin' ain't easy. I'm invincible, about niggas can't beat me. Hey, what's the principle? Pimpin' ain't easy. I'm invincible, niggas can't beat me. I was in an A5, me a Kodak Black. I've been out six months, made four me. First of all, we fucking knew that Kodak Black was weird. <laughs> Kodak Black? Really? Hold on, I need I need to show you. He mentions her in his verse too now. I gotta I gotta go a little forward with this. Here we go. Big chain on my neck, don't budge. Fucking days loaf like a stud. I swapped out the mic for the gun. Swapped out the yike for the mud. Swapped out the spice for the bud. Fucking on the dike, I'm in love. I'm fucking with a dike, she the one. Call it on show, no remorse. After you all the matter trying to get a nigga touch. Call that on tour oh with a boys. Said it got a whole gun store on the buzz. Missy Elliott come and sex me, hopping off a jet to. to a jet to a jet ski. I be bought a nigga like the music. I'm thugging in my rebar, I never need Gucci. I don't even see the confusion. I'm fucking young and made long as she got a coochie. Okay. She got I'm fucking young and may long as she got a coochie. <laughs> I don't mean it. I really don't mean to laugh at that. I'm laughing at the fact that Kodak Black is really not all there at all. And it's not the fucking like this is no surprise. That's my shit. I'm not and I'm not making an excuse for it in, in no way, shape, or form at all. In in what? Is he from Florida? He's from Florida. 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 <laughs> Man, he was like Florida. Florida. Kodak Black is more than fucking weird. I've been saying this shit for mad long. People are like, yo, you're mean and blah, blah. Now he said he calls Young M.A. a dyke and he says, I will fuck Young M.A. He's weird. Kodak Black, ladies and gentlemen, is not playing with a full deck. Kodak Black, and you will, you will understand this if you grew up in the hood. Everybody, everybody that grew up in the hood has this friend or knows this person. He's that friend of yours that you thought all along was a gangster. But he's not actually a gangster. He's just mentally challenged. And <laughs> you don't want to fucking tell him that because if you tell him that, if you ask, hey, yo, are you are you playing with a full deck, bro? He's just going to fucking pop you. And he will. He'll shoot you. He'll probably just kill you on site for asking him that. Something's wrong with Kodak Black. I don't know what. I actually sympathize for the guy. Phil mentioned to me before the show started that Kodak Black, he had that interview where he had the fucking ski mask on in the Breakfast Club. And I was like, yo, this motherfucker... He's like me. He's got anxiety. He's just putting on a ski mask in the studio to feel comfortable. No, he is. There's something wrong with him. Kodak Black, he fucking came on scene with the fucking hairdo that made him look like early concept art for The Simpsons, like a character on The Simpsons. 
I mean, well, motherfucker went to jail skinny and came out fat. Who the fuck goes to jail skinny and comes out fat? Who does that? What type of reverse Uno card shit is that? You go into jail skinny and you come out fat. What the fuck? Like, what? Oh, my God. And, and and aside from all that, I'm not making excuses for him. There's, I'm just saying there's something there's something off. It's more than him being weird. He's, he's Something's fucking wrong with him. You don't, aside from that, realistically, for my ladies, you don't, you just don't fucking do that. You don't, you don't not only say, I want to fuck you, but I'm, I'm going to fuck you as long as you got a cool, no, no, no. If you have like some type of attraction to what you call dyke, I've never heard dyke be, be said since like middle school. And I have I have lesbian friends who I have lesbian friends who the only thing I've heard them say about themselves or like their girls is like stud. But that's pretty much it. If you have like a fantasy where you're attracted to a lesbian, then you fucking you don't fucking go up to her and be like, yo, I'm fucking you because you got a coochie. You put that shit in your fucking pocket. You fucking. Hold on to that fucking urge that you have. You go home. You go on Pornhub. And in his case, you find the fucking shit that fits you best. You go on Pornhub and you type in, in his case, you know, mentally challenged rapper gets lucky with stud. That's it. And at that point, you're not fucking disrespecting another female. You're, you're respecting her by not saying anything and just going home and beating your meat. That's it. That's why porn is there, Kodak Black. I mean, I have a thing for mothers, but I'm not... Over the years, I haven't gone, on, uh, gone up to a fucking significant other's mother and been like, yo, I'm fucking you. No. I go home after we went on a date or whatever, and for some reason, if I didn't get any, I go home, I go on Pornhub, and there's a bunch of fucking... Oh, my girlfriend's mother shit. I'm not fucking doing that. Porn is there so you can satisfy the urge and respect women. That's it. That's the key. Thank you, Pornhub. <laughs> don't ever say I don't got lessons in my shit. <laughs> um, I talked about this briefly on the last podcast, I believe. I saw A Star is Born, and I cried. And I watched it a second time, and I cried. I went through that part. I'm not proud of it. But in 2019, we're allowed to be open about that shit. I fucking cried through a movie. Yes. So what? I cried through Lion King. I cried through uh, not Titanic, not The Notebook. Those are f that just makes no sense. Simba's father dying, that makes a lot of fucking sense. And I'm not trying to be all tough, but if you're going to... A Star is Born is a chick flick. It's a chick flick. I cried through that one. All those uh, uh, something sparks. Can somebody help me out? His last name is Sparks. He makes all the fucking chick flicks. Notebook, all that. I'll get his name after. Whatever. All of those movies, it's the same shit. Somebody always ends up dying or loses their memory. It's always, it usually loses their memory. 
Always. So much that fucking Adam Sandler made a spoof about it, and it's called Fifty First Dates. Because so many of those movies were made where the fucking female loses her memory. Never the guy, the female. And then the guy has to fucking be like, oh, it's me. We're married. You're not fucking the the chef of this restaurant. So about A Star is Born, I cried through that movie. What I didn't talk about is Bradley Cooper's character having a fetish in that movie. And if you see A Star is Born, if you if you haven't seen A Star is Born, but you know Lady Gaga, you know that Lady Gaga's got like a, a I guess, a bigger nose. And they used that in the movie, that her thing in the movie was, you know, I have a big nose and I feel like I haven't made it with my singing career because of my face. And Bradley Cooper was like, this is Bradley Cooper, the microphone. And Lady Gaga's like, I hate my nose. I haven't been able to make it because of my my nose. And Bradley Cooper's like, what? You got the fucking most beautiful nose ever. And he's mad drunk, so he's like, you got the you got the fucking the greatest nose. And she's like, really? I hate my nose. And he just goes. And it's just in slow motion. His fucking finger just runs down her nose in slow motion. It's like the most, I swear to God, you're imagining it. But on God, it's in like super ESPN slow-mo. Like his fucking just finger just goes right down her nose, slow-mo. And this like hard fucking rock and roll plays in the background. And it's like that scene where like that that scene in the movie where they fucking fall in love. And she's like, and they're both like, we're going to fucking make love and make a kid and ruin each other's lives. Let's go. Because I fucking find your nose attractive. Yeah. I related to that scene. Because I love feet. I do. If a girl has attractive feet, like Bradley Cooper thought her nose was attractive, that's me all the way. I rub the foot from top to bottom. I suck the toes. And I didn't realize (laughs) until I saw that scene that that's how it is. In the moment, it just feels so slow motion. Like, I'm just looking at that foot. Like, Bradley Cooper looked at that nose and, like, touched that nose from top to bottom. Like, like if it was, like, a, a female, a beautiful female body that he was admiring. Like, that's how I look at attractive feet. I'm just like, yo, this, this, this foot got curves. It's, look, look at the, look at the indent in, in the foot right here. Look at the toes, how, how they just curl I love every single fucking thing about this foot. Everything. <laughs> That's how Bradley Cooper is looking at the nose. And Bradley Cooper, you my nigga, because you said it was okay for niggas to have weird fetishes. Shout out to you. Oh, man. I was going to do this shit real quick. <laughs> Next time I suck on a girl's toes, this is going to be playing in the background. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This is from A Star Is Born. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, this is that song that was playing at like the Oscars, and everybody was like, "They're in love." No, they weren't just in a movie or anything, playing the part. Just look at that fucking foot. 
and be like, yo, get your asses over here. That's another thing about feet. So you got options. You got one foot and then you got the other foot. You don't just have one toe, but you have the other toe. And I'm going to just get mad, like, just so passionate about feet with this song in the background. I'm going to just be like, yo, this little piggy went in my mouth. This other little piggy went in my mouth. And, oh, I think I'm done. Just like that. Off of feet. You guys say I'm weird? Ask Bradley Cooper about the nose thing, because that's a little fucking, that's even weirder. Um, If you're like me and you can't fucking wait until Tuesday when you can save a little money, I went to go see us this weekend. Twice. And I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. You guys didn't see it? I am a semen. <laughs> he said I'm a semen. I didn't even. I didn't even. Want, so raise your hand if you saw us in this room. I gotta do this because we gotta make sure. Okay. Ah oh, man, I can't spoil you at all. God. All right. I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil. Us was amazing. Jordan Peele is amazing. I saw Get Out. I went to go see Get Out after some buzz. It wasn't. It was out in the movies for like three weeks. And it was everything that everyone was saying it was. It was a different horror movie. Did, have you guys seen Get Out? Yeah. All right. And Get Out, it's 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 a different horror movie. Uh, interracial couple. Um, the dude is black and the girl is white. And he goes to visit her family for the weekend. And it's just fucking crazy. Um, it's crazy. I'm not going to spoil it because someone in this room hasn't watched it yet, but it it was a different horror movie. And then Jordan Peele, he rode that wave. He came out with us and us. It, it's got like the biggest op uh, box, box office opening in horror movie history now. It's crazy. It was great, though. I'm going to talk my shit. However... Jordan Peele, I go to watch horror movies to get scared. I don't go to watch horror movies to fucking try to piece shit together. This is not a Chris Nolan movie where Chris Nolan has his like mind fuck movies where the whole movie is, oh my God, this shit's fucking fire, it's dope. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, yo, what the fuck did I just watch? And so I love it. I do, I do love it. But it's like a bittersweet thing because you're like, yo, why don't I fucking get it? Like, you could watch the movie like six or seven times, but you still don't fucking get it. For some reason, you could watch the movie even eight more times and still not get it. Inception was the dream and a 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 dream. So much that they had to like fall six different times to wake up. And in Interstellar, uh, another Chris Nolan movie. He traveled so far into space and then ended up in a black hole and then ended up being a ghost in his daughter's room. How? 
You watch a fucking horror movie and it's just scary music, it's jump scares, it's bitches getting possessed and stabbing themselves in their area with a crucifix. It's bitches coming out of TVs. It's bitches going down the stairs with their backs all twisted. It's bitches doing crazy shit. <laughs> but now, so far, Jordan Peele's introduced this new era of uh, this, this new genre of horror where you're not only getting scared, which is bad enough as it is, but you don't know what the fuck is going on. And the crazy part, this, this is the, this is the shit. You knew the movie was gonna be was gonna be scary enough when 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 it starts off with this fucking music right here. You know, a movie's gonna be fucked up when it starts off with this. Yeah, you see, this is some like brujeria shit. Brujeria translated witchcraft. This is like. We're selling your soul to the devil right now for 99 cents. Free shipping and handling. Amazon Prime, so you're going to get it tomorrow. And uh, have a nice time in hell. The movie starts off with that music. And you saw the trailer. They're fucking, they, they, they get attacked by themselves. That's why the movie's called Us. They're Us. And I'm not going to spoil it. I, I was going to spoil it originally, but we have people in this room who didn't, who didn't watch it. Honestly, Jordan Peele, I need fucking answers, bro. When I watch horror movies, I just want to get scared. I don't want to fucking go on Google after and look up four different fucking theories and still have to figure it out because at the end of the day, the motherfuckers writing these theories are people like me who are just making shit up to try to make sense of this movie. I need answers, bro. You answered Get Out like fucking two years later and that was great and all, but where the fuck were the answers then? Probably not going to get the answers to us for another four years, but it's cool. I still fucked with it. To me, uh, us was still, you know what I'm saying? I had no complaints. 10 out of 10. Awesome movie. But don't expect to know what the fuck is going on when you're done with that movie. You're going to take some guesses, and you're going to fail, and you're not going to know what happened until later, unless he's like fucking Quentin Tarantino and you got to make up your own shit. Um, guys... That wraps it up for the week. Shout out to Phil Cipriano, since that's the name that he's going to use for his camera guy name. Shout out to everyone else who showed up. Shout out to BOA Studios. Thing is going on this week. Um, Bounce House, hosted by Stay Silent, PVD. I'm going to try to make it over there, guys. It's always lit. You already know the deal. Um... Shout out to BO8, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.